Oi. 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 I think I'm just gonna use that. I'm good. That's good. Oi. Okay. Mate, I've not. I guess that's out. What's happening? Oh no, this is gonna be a battle. This one for sure. Um, look. Let's just jump straight into it then. <laughs> Weekly yeah. update. Um, what's been happening this week? What's been happening in, in DOS's world this week? DOS's world, I actually need to be honest. I know I've written down something that's different to what I'm about to say, but I'm a hypocrite. No one, no one listening understands what you're talking about, but <laughs> yes. keep going. Um, I'm a bit of a hypocrite uh, because I got sunburned yesterday. Oh. Though, though the doc said I can't die from skin cancer, I can still get burnt. And um, I think I fucking paid the price for my arrogance. Doss, you are so lucky that no one listens to us. Otherwise, they'll probably be on your case about, you said you were immune to sunburn. You said you were the king of summer. But thankfully, You said you didn't uh, have any STDs. Yeah, the <laughs> usual. <laughs> yeah, but luckily, no one's listening. So uh, no Oof. one was able to roast you on that. Roast and uh, I'm sorry to hear about your sunburn. I truly am. But um, hopefully, the doctor comes through with the uh, the other piece of advice about not being able to get skin cancer. Me, myself, actually, I had a pretty amazing weekend. I oh, was surprise, invited surprise. to an engagement party vicariously as a plus one. Now, I've never been to an engagement party. Um, I haven't really been to too many weddings. And I don't think I've ever been plus one to a significant event in someone else's life, you know? Like, plus one to a wedding or plus one to a funeral or something like that. Um, well, maybe not funeral. Anyway, uh, plus one to an engagement party. <laughs> And no, I've got to say, plus one to a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, do you want to come to my dad's it. funeral? <laughs> Wake's going to be pretty lit. <laughs> the problem is, I know that Wake's do get pretty lit. Is that yeah. a normal thing? Are Wake's supposed to be as fun as they I are? I think just the ones we've been to. <laughs> but I think Wake's, that's, the Wake's have been so good. Yeah, but I think that's also because the younger people dying, so you kind of celebrate more. Oh my god! Because you want to live the party through, you know. You gotta. You do. It, yeah. It's what they would want. Exactly. It's what they would want. Awesome. Let's do it. We should do a tier list of um events and let's see where Wake's rank up against. Wake's like got to be up party there. Or, we, we seem yeah, to talk about him every episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's like, anyway, let's keep. Moving. It's where this podcast um, anyway, is going. <laughs> lo- yeah, the funeral, but then there'll be some spin-off like, version. <laughs> yeah. Um, I cried. During the speeches for oh, wow. two people I have never met in my life. I hadn't met them, didn't know anything about them before I got there. And so the speeches what? came up, it was like friends, a family, wake? and I was... Uh, it was like a double wake? We're <laughs> 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 having a conjoined wake? <laughs> Look, to be fair, man, I'm really crying thinking about that. That would be pretty intense. <laughs> Dude, you're 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 off one, dude. You're deranged. Man. <laughs> yeah. You might you might actually be hungover because that is what we're talking about today. The road guide to hangovers. Dos, do you even get hangovers? I'm very hit and miss. Um and I'm never hungover straight away in the morning. So I still don't even know if I'm gonna be hungover for that day. Um I'm usually quite drunk still in the morning. And um, if, <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. Yeah, if the hangover comes, usually comes in the. Wait, hang on, hang on. It's raining. I think I'm putting my. Oh, I've got my curtains up. Oh, it's raining in the outback, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh man, hear that? Look at that sweet rain on a tin roof. Anyway, Josh, you were telling me something really interesting. <laughs> 
I don't make can I top rain on a tin roof? <laughs> we, that's what we should do for the next half an hour is just rain on a tin <laughs> just roof. Just put, put the audio next to it. Probably get more listeners. <laughs> Dale, we get millions of millions of listeners on YouTube with that stuff for sure. Um, good to hear, Doss. I, I heard something about uh, you said hangovers and stuff, but for me, um, I rarely get a hangover. If I'm honest with you, rarely, super rare. Maybe once every five times I drink and I don't drink that much um, but when I do I tend to go pretty hard but once one out of five times I'll get a hangover but for me the sickness passes fairly early on if I go through my routine of going to the loo and having a shower but um, normally it's just anxiety I get really 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 bad anxiety I'm not an anxious person pretty much ever um, so I don't really know how that feels but I think what I feel when I'm hungover is anxiety because I'm just thinking about everything Everything that happened last night, every encounter I had with someone, how my body's feeling, if I'm going to bounce back, well, I've got to go for a run. It's um, it's pretty stressful, I've got to say. Yeah, yeah, I think um, anxiety is definitely something that's become more relevant the later in my life. I certainly get hit by that a little bit, but then I'm kind of like, well, <laughs> what can you do about it now? You know, it's over and let's just black it out or bottle it up, as I like to say, which is <laughs> a good, healthy approach. <laughs> well, let's carry into what you can do about hangovers, actually. And uh, this brings us to the Road Guide to Hangovers, where we're going to give you some advice based off of our experiences. Tend to be pretty bad experiences we've had that we're going to help you avoid. Or maybe we've got nuggets of wisdom from years of training and service and experiencing these particular feelings. Step one to hangovers, you've got to prepare for the worst. Now, I do not practice what I preach here. I never Ever. Not once have I thought this far ahead. Not once have I had something in my fridge or have I even... I sleep next to a water bottle every single day of the year except when I'm hungover. And I'm too paralyzed to get out of bed and even go get water, which I know would help me start feeling good quick. My brother, however, however, got that gene. He is the patron saint of hangover preparation i i've seen that man go to bed next to an esky that is just like three different flavors of gatorade depending on what he's feeling in the morning uh, a few little snacks just to sort of get him rolling get his sort of uh, gear into action and then he can get up and cook himself some bacon and eggs which he also has at hand it's it's uh, it's pretty admir- admirable but um yeah I've got to say, preparation is a big thing here for sure. Well, I, I can't fully agree with that because I can't motivate myself to prepare because there's no guarantee I'm going to wake up the next day. There's no guarantee I'm going to make it. <laughs> if you're really approaching the sesh properly, then yeah, you shouldn't you should be planning for the next day because uh, you, wow. you might just launch past it. <laughs> All right, then. Sounds like next time you're planning for a sesh, I'll start planning for a wake. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> Well, if I do also just before we go to step two, sorry, I gotta go. I gotta say, alternating between alcohol and water is something I do these days. It sounds like an old person thing, but by God, is it good? You're also in the toilet ninety percent of the night, wing. But (laughs) when you alternate between it, you don't get hungover because you've got that water in your stomach. Yeah, well, I alternate between beer and shots, and that's kind of like my my mix. (laughs) But if hey, all right, so if I do make it to the next day, step two would be. Get myself a frozen Coke or a Slurpee. It's just mm. something about that sugary ice. True. It just like sits in you because you're like, you're always hungry, but not hungry. And then you're obviously yep. thirsty, but not thirsty. And then you just see Whoa. like, it just sits in your guts perfectly and makes yourself feel full, but then also kind of hydrates you a little bit. Gets that sugar back into you after burning it all out in the dance floor and um, running from the police and all that kind of stuff, the usual shenanigans. And uh, <laughs> I think that's that's my key to survival. Yeah, dietitian Doss there. I actually think that explanation sums it up perfectly. Frozen Coke for me, I am probably less inclined to have a Slurpee. I think it might be a bit too sweet, but a frozen 
Coke for some reason has mm. that perfect level of watered down Coke flavor and the iciness and the, and the texture of it is a little bit different to a Slurpee. In my humble opinion, Frozen Coke is the superior option there. Yeah. Tell you what though, step three, make sure you've got nothing planned the next day. And we, we stand staunch on this, Doss. There's no way we backflip <laughs> on this. Step, step three, don't have plans. Don't do it to yourself. You know you're going to write yourself off. Just consider Sunday in this case for me. A Saturday night would be a big night. Sunday would be a nothing day. Nothing at all. Just try to get to the start of the week in good nick. So Sunday, don't wake up first thing in the morning, maybe a bit too late in the morning as well, and go and try and complete your Sunday long run, which you've had planned, which would be 15 kilometers running out of town before you run the 15K back in. Now, I can probably say that I speak from experience here. That was probably one of the worst experiences of my life, being 15K <laughs> out of Longreach in the outback in a you know autumn-y type vibe, so still pretty hot, and... Uh, you know, realizing that you've just basically evaporated all of the the beer and the spirits and whatever leftover water you've got in you, and you've got 15k to make back into town, and you don't have your phone on you because at that time I didn't run with my phone and I didn't run with water, and it was uh, I, I think I got back to Longreach in the afternoon. It was it was pain. It was real agony. Um, shout out to all the rogers that have had heat stroke because I nearly joined you there and I nearly went out like uh, so many of our listeners have. <laughs> Mate, I don't think we have any listeners that run that freaking far. We no, but they, we, they do get heat, heat stroke, that's for sure. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, <laughs> it's because they don't Oh, but to, I mean, uh, it, it's all relative. I mean, that's like, say, 15Ks for me might be 2Ks for Nels or something like that. <laughs> I, that's my, that's my <laughs> week. I, I'm, sh- I'm disgusted by that. Love Nels. Shout out Nels. <laughs> well, see, I, my step four is plan something. Because if you've got something concrete that you can't get out of, you just you just what? tough it out. You tough it out. No, dude. And that we was, just said step three was don't have anything. No, 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 you don't can't make step don't, four. don't put we there. Don't you dare put we there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a you thing. <laughs> this is a me thing. It's the only way you get something productive done, and it helps with the hangover, Why? getting them steps in because it gets you moving, gets your blood pumping, and especially if it's a family gathering. You know, shout out to episode eight. Oh, nice. Nice reference. Nice reference. Uh, Yeah, I think it's great. It's a great way to get going. Yeah, and usually, well, for me, again, it's a bit cheating because I'm probably drunk early and I'm like just saying, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go. Obviously, I'm don't let me drive, but let's go to this plan. <laughs> <laughs> and brunch is a good one because it gets you out of the house, gets you moving. And um, yeah, if you've got it planned. Shout out brunch. If you've got it planned before, then you will go to it. Terrible step. <laughs> Probably one of the one of the worst steps that we've had. We've had some pretty shocking steps. I've had some dry steps, but that is the worst step I've ever heard so far. Right, step four is all about getting your ten thousand steps in to help the hangover. <laughs> That's step one thousand for sure. <laughs> 10, 000, whatever it is. Yeah, you better have something good for us for step five. Well, I think this is this is like I live by. You just got to go again. <laughs> Day two is always better than day one. And then day three is even better than day two. And it just keeps on Whoa. going. Things just keep really? getting better and better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing's more consistent. I am inclined to agree to some some degree. Um, I do believe that day two is better than day one. But I feel like when you start getting into the, uh, into the day threes and day fours, your body, surely your body is saying something like, bro, this is, this is not it. Yeah, I'd say double figures is when you're a bit like, oh, okay. <laughs> let's draw the line. <laughs> Doss, you, you're a big fan of um, recording your day two better than day three, uh, day three better than day two, day four better than day three, etc. I've seen your stories and your instas and whatnot. What's the longest chain you've pulled together? Um, I was just thinking that. And um, it was when you died in South America on the Galapagos Islands. 
I remember it was... Uh, really? Was that part of a chain? Yeah, yeah. And I think it was day 11. That was... Whoa. Yeah, that was the breakdown. I was just like... Wait, does that, does that mean I made it to like day nine or something? Yeah, you would have had a crack. But then again, you know, there was probably a few days there where you probably drank your little waters and went to bed early. <laughs> yeah, the usual. Like that's, that's probably <laughs> fair. That's probably fair. Um, well, there you go. There you go. The road guide to hangovers. Hopefully, you took something valuable out of that. Step three or step four, uh, we may have lost you there, but I do think that charging through is probably the best way to handle a hangover. About time now, we make a big call. Oh, yeah. Today's big call is to... Uh, a great friend of the group, at least for me, a friend of mine for from years back. Oh my from god! My high school days. It's Pross's first friend. This is so exciting. <laughs> I'm I'm nervous for you as well. Like, oh, dude. <laughs> well, on that very high pressure announcement from Doss, <laughs> I welcome to the podcast Maxine Clancy, Max Ray. How are you doing, Max? Yeah, good. How are you doing? Uh, really good, Max. And uh, it's great to have you on. It's great to to be joined by uh, a long time friend. Of mine, which is not something that I'm allowed to have on the pod all that often. Dos tends to sort of uh, corral me out of yeah. having anyone that I, anyone I know, and uh, most people that I like. Uh, they just on don't make it. They don't but, make um, it past the, the board. The board doesn't approve. Yeah, of but, them. <laughs> but Max, <laughs> under no pressure whatsoever, friends. yeah, to perform, um, you are here now. Max, let's just kick things off with a, a little story about. How do you remember meeting myself and how do you remember meeting Doss? Oh, gosh. Um, so Dan and I, we went, to, uh, we went to high school together and I believe it was grade 11. You came in and joined the party. True, true. Um, He's always late. So I believe just yeah, <laughs> believe we just a few like a mutual friends and things like that. Uh, we were part of a group of uh, a gang together. Lovable so, misfits. Uh, are you saying us? there's... Pl- there's plural friends of Frost. Doss, we are just scratching the surface <laughs> of my friend group, man. We are just scratching the surface. It runs deep and it is diverse. <laughs> Such an honour. Um, so I do believe Dan and I were both sort of um, people who really got along with different cliques. Um, so that's probably why we, yeah, it's probably why we got along so well is because we just knew what was going on with all of the groups. So um, And that, that friendship sort of continued outside of high school. I used to uh, come over to Dan's real cheap place uh, over on the other side of town <laughs> to come say hi. Be like, hey, guys. Oh, oh, okay. You're all playing games. Okay. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> that's how we treated girls back in the day. <laughs> I think that's how you still treat them. Um, <laughs> and what about Doss? Um, how, do you remember, how do you remember the Doss experience? Yeah, um, I do believe it would probably be either through you or younger brother Darcy, shouts out. Shout out Darcy, Um, friend of the show. (laughs) Probably maybe even like Darcy's 21st birthday, I believe, where we all, we actually have a nice group photo, um, all of us together, all all dressed up, all fancy like, yeah. Well, let's jump into the big call. This is why we've got you on, Max. Uh, So far, you're passing the test well. You've made me sound like someone that uh, (laughs) hangs out with a lot of people, has a lot of friends. Uh, This is exactly what I paid you to say. Uh, But this is the big call. We'll we'll have to cut all that out, Max. Don't worry. uh... Yeah, we'll we'll redo. redo. We can't have lies being propagated here. Oh, I see a script script coming through. You know what to do, Max. The the PayPal's coming through. Um, Actually, the the way the big call works is uh, you'll take us through an experience, a story, a climactic moment in your life where you had to make a big call. But before you tell us what you did in that situation, you'll give us a shot at saying what we would have done. Max, take us back in time to a time when you made a big call. 
Let's go. So when you first reached out and you're like, hey, you want to come on the cast? I'm like, yo, what an honour. Such a well-known <laughs> podcast. Oh, um, but then... But then, but then I'm like, look, I, I like really have a chill life. I don't have like that many like big calls. And then I was like, wait a second. I've, I've done Thailand. I've, I've done the whole time. <laughs> I ha- I've had that experience. So um, when I was 20, um, a oh, small group of mates and I. That's not a teenager. Not from the teens. Yeah, I'm already excited. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, a small group of mates and I, we decided we're going to go to Thailand uh, for New Year's. Ooh, nice. So that means we're going to go hit up those full moon parties, Hell if you've yeah. heard of them. Yeah. On the beach, uh, those parties where, like, you know, you buy like alcohol by the bucket. Um, <laughs> so you so say we... one of those parties where you where you buy alcohol. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn! Oh, Ooh, hello. <laughs> That's a little bit too fancy for my taste. Yeah. We um, so <laughs> we we landed in Bangkok and then we flew on one of the dodgiest plane rides I've ever been on. So one of these surrounding islands, it wasn't like Phuket or like pretty um, touristy island, if you will. It was like. I was in the thick of it. Like our group Ooh. was in Thailand. No Kentucky. So, we love that. We love um, that. Not on the Kentucky Trail. No, no. So um, one evening before New Year's, so before the the big party, uh, my little small group, so about, it would be like six or seven of us, we got together and we're like, hey, let's go out for dinner. So we just landed on some random, random place. We're like, hey, let's check it out. Turns out it was like a Rastafarian themed venue. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> there was like Bob Marley posters. Um, side note: first time I've ever had a daiquiri, and I'm oh. like, oh, this is brilliant. Game changes um, <laughs> so, uh, after a few too many daiquiris, uh, we then went off wandering the area. So it's pretty late at this point. And uh, the group has now split up for some unknown reason. So I believe the guys of the group have gone off wandering, wanting to, to venture off, check something out. Chase down some and lady boys. Me- <laughs> yeah, I was like, Probably. I think I know what they're checking out. <laughs> Guilt bit from of lady boys. <laughs> bit of ping pong. <laughs> Shout out to lady boys. <laughs> Shout out. Um, they love the pod. They love us. They love the pod. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, well, you know, you actually really like this because – the only people I was, the only person I was with, is just me and this other female friend, and we've actually found ourselves in the red light district. If Hell you will. yeah, yeah. So the adult entertainment area of this island. This is where we found ourselves late at night. Two twenty-year-old girls, mind you, my first ever overseas trip. Oh. Um, now we're just like. Yo, don't know what's going on here. Now, the workers start checking us out. They start looking at us. <laughs> then they start saying, like, hello, hello, things like that. And now they're coming over to us and they're physically, like, grabbing us and Whoa. pulling us into their areas of establishment. Um, so these are sort of, these are sort of like, set up, like, bars and things like that. Um, so 20-year-old away from the group, what should I do? Oh. So who's kind well, of pulling you, like... Can you describe um, these people to me a little bit more? The adult workers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Are they male the, or female, um, or is it how many? That yes. Max, let me let me just stop right there. <laughs> this is Doss is gonna Doss, Doss is about to. Oh, oh. Are they male or female? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that says it all. Actually, that Doss, yeah, Doss that is gonna jump to enough. the chase. This is how this is how Doss answers every yeah, um, scenario he faces in a foreign country. 
oh, I'm, I'm a fucking Aussie. I'm six foot eight, and I'm 200 kilos heavier than anyone in any other country. I would have just started swinging. Okay, so you know what Doss is going to do? Am I wrong, Doss? Am I wrong? No. Exactly what no, no, no. I would like, I'd sit him down and like, look, guys, I spoke to my doctor before I came over, and he said I'm immune to everything and I can't be killed. So um, oh, <laughs> take gosh. me wherever you want to go. <laughs> Let's see what you got. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, yeah, How are you doc- still alive? <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's because my doc. The doctor's diagnosis is right. Yeah, our skin doctors gave us a, a free immunity card. <laughs> so you're, you're basically out to do a, a to do a run. You're a 20 year old girl, Dosk. Put yourself in, into True. Maxine's shoes here properly. Are you gonna just uh, just scurry off into into the depths of Thailand with another girl? Well, like if well, like if you're just going inside the venue, that could be as long as it's like if it's like a strip club. There's still like a bit of an interesting. Because, you know, Thailand's kind of famous for being having, like, the most wild strip clubs in the world. So, like, it could be worth going in, seeing what's going on. Like, if it's a brothel, then I don't know if I'd want them pulling me in. <laughs> That's probably where I draw the line. <laughs> but, yeah, if I see ping pong balls rolling out the front door, I'd be interested. <laughs> uh, look, I'm... Uh putting myself into your shoes. Look, I'm probably going to... I don't think you've got much choice. I, I reckon I reckon those guys are going to get you in there no matter what. And you've got to go in there, hopefully get, let you in there for free. Um, and then suss out the vibe. Could be, uh, could be a good vibe. I've, uh, I'll admit, um, I haven't really done too much of the, the strip club brothel uh, lady boy scene in my life. I've done a, done the odd one. Um, it's generally been pretty fun. Uh, depending on how the vibe was moving into these places, then um, it's probably up for a good time. Were you up for a good time, Max? I was up to a sensible good time. We um, we actually ended up playing a game of pool with them. Wow. Wait, wait, you wait, totally wait, misread the situation. Where did the pool balls come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, where did you get the pool balls into? <laughs> you guys got to use sticks. We, we they like, uh, use something them up else. Like a cricket ball. Uh, <laughs> wait, so so they didn't even want you to like do anything sexual. They just wanted to play pool. Were they looking for doubles doubles diverse? They seemed that. They didn't even mention how small my hands were. <laughs> get him, get him, Max. And, uh, that's, uh, wrap her up, wrap her up. Yeah, so we, yeah, we played a, me and this girl. We played a, a few rounds of pool with them, and then by at that point, somehow the guys have found us, and uh, we just went back to our accommodation. Let, let's be honest. Wait, I've I got think to say, this is where the guys were trying to get to in the first place. <laughs> 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 we beat them to yeah. it. Uh, but I got to say though, uh, a quick not shout out to the boys. Come on, boys! Don't, yeah, don't just let your girls go missing in a foreign country. That's that's poor form. Yeah. You may be six foot eight Aussies that can match any person in any country, like most of us are. Let's face it. But uh, you know, come on, boys, wake up to yourself. Yeah, it would have been a much different situation if uh, it was us three over there. I'm sure. Oh yeah, it would, it would have been that that street would have been red. I'll tell you that much. Doss would have been swinging crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there would have been there would have been plenty plenty of places to put ping pong balls and uh, pool balls. That's for sure. Max, uh, really appreciate you jumping on and sharing us that big call. Um, clearly, Doss and I more for the. Australian uh, punch out approach, but um, there you go. It's Sometimes just, you it's might just actually punch episode out a episode nine partner. really just got me responding to everything violently now. After, <laughs> after last week's big call, I'm just yeah, I'm quite hostile. <laughs> Max, thanks for coming on. Oh, good. Thanks for having me, guys. And there goes Max with a uh, another lovely story on the big call, and uh, great to have 
uh, one of my one of my actual friends make the cut, Doss. Um, you've <laughs> been exist. very critical of my friends and the, the, the company that I keep. Uh, <laughs> glad we were able to slip one through. One, one got through. You, you're allowed one. I think every te- 10 episodes, you're going to have one. <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> All right. Um, but if you're listening at the moment, maybe you're one of our friends. Maybe you're an utter stranger. What are you doing listening to us? Uh, I mean, <laughs> Firstly, of course you're listening to us. We want to hear your story. <laughs> <laughs> get get in the DMs. Let us know. Shoot your shot. Give us a big call and uh, we'll let you know what we did. Um, because, you know, let's face it. It's uh, it's always a good chance to, to find out a little bit about other people and also hear some of the cool stories that people have got that maybe never see the light of day. Um, or maybe they do all the time because we all just keep telling the same old stories to each other <laughs> day in, day out. Doss, I got one for you. Here's one for you. All right, I'm ready. It's Movember, all right? It's the 1st of November today, and uh, hopefully I managed to punch this podcast out in the next few hours. But it's the 1st of November, and I'm curious. I did Movember for the first time last year. I didn't actually do the fundraising side of it or the awareness side of it. I just did the, the mustache side of it, which was yeah. ambitious enough for me with my limited ability to grow facial hair. Um, And I think the mustache actually turned out to be a really good look. And a lot of people told me, I'm sure that had my best interests at heart, (laughs) that it was good and that they felt bad that I was getting rid of it. So my question is, is it poor form for me to just shave down my existing beard, which has been growing for a few months? And uh, you can tell because, you know, there's a few that's less patchy than usual. Um, But it's got a pretty strong mustache that is now even connecting on one side to my beard, which is also really exciting. I wanted you to hear that. Um, <laughs> should I just shave my existing beard down to the mustache and maximize being able to have a November guilt-free, questions-free for an entire month? Yes. So I literally had this discussion on the weekend with the boys. and um, Really? Yeah, because I have friends, so I can have these conversations normally. Whereas uh, uh, I don't yeah, have to bring I've just them to Max. the pod. <laughs> yeah. And when Max and I talk about mustaches, she she winds me up pretty quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, no. The, the short answer is no, because the point of it oh. is the struggle, and it is the awareness. Like I think, especially for me, that man that has a beard, you know, basically every every year since um since a man that 18. hides 99% of his face for most months of the year you're saying yeah yeah same yeah just how i like to hide my emotions and all the rest of it all the healthy <laughs> stuff uh, that that we bring awareness to in this month uh, i cuz i did it last year and um obviously i could have i could have shaved it into any shape i wanted at the start of the month but you got to go full hog get rid of it all and um and start fresh and uh, i i actually did it a little bit differently especially because um, I had a tan line because of my beard because uh, I had a Whoa. beard for so long. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty raw. <laughs> like, <laughs> it wasn't pretty the first, but I think that also meant people wanted to donate more because they're like, holy shit, this guy's willing to look this ugly for a cause. <laughs> like, that's got to mean something. Um, and um, yeah, and I went with I went with a goatee after the first week. So it was just like mm-hmm. a stubbly goatee. And then the second week, I... So you grew a goatee in a week? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, wow. like a stubbly goatee, not like a bushy, bushy yeah, yeah, goatee. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, actually, yeah, is yeah, the goatee yeah, the yeah. one that goes your mustache, your whole chin? Yeah, that, I think yeah. that's a goatee. Oh, yeah. And then the next week, I shaved the chin part, kept the handlebars and a little soul patch. And then the last week, <laughs> I got rid of the soul patch and just had the handlebars. And I actually ended up keeping it for an extra week after November because I, I was actually ended up getting a few compliments on it. Um, Oi, watch there, out. Yeah, it was hit, very hit and miss with what people would say. But there was compliments in between some of the, some of the <laughs> what the hell do you look like? But uh, yeah. It was, it, was, it was worth the, uh, the comments that 
really sort of shatter your self-esteem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they built me up a little bit. Um, but yeah. obviously not enough to make you do it again this year by the sounds of it. Well, I've been arming and iron about it. And um, I think I think I might look at doing it every kind of two years just so that people can okay. kind of save up their bank and, um, yeah, appreciate it a bit more. <laughs> I did it with my little brother last year and I remember we used to wake up on a Sunday Shout morning. Shout out Darcy. Shout out Darcy. Um, and he used to wake up Sunday morning, we'd have donations in the in the account. I'm like, what the hell? I was like, Darcy, who are these people donating at 2 a.m.? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like out at the club and he was like, had the donating so app. <laughs> he's getting drunk people That's to donate so to him. That <laughs> was brilliant. Yeah, dude. Oh, so the good. <laughs> I gotta and you also the thought that Taylor Swift was donating to you as well. Yeah, people were going under anonymous oh, and names. And then Jed, and then Jed did some disgusting comment, and he said it was from me because <laughs> you could just say it was from whoever you wanted. And and it was it was just disgraceful content. <laughs> it was like real, and I was being really nice. And I'd already spent like fifty dollars on your campaign as well. <laughs> and then the next thing I see is this comment from me being disgraceful. And I'm sure Judy was just like, oh. Dan ha- is the reason my son has been led astray. Like these yeah. kind of, this kind of attitude. Right. My mum lost oh. a lot of trust in you after hearing the stories at my twenty-first <laughs> from you. So uh, <laughs> you still got a fair repair job there. <laughs> yeah, and then Jed comes to and ruins years and years of reparations. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so I'm probably just going to shave off my whole my whole face again, which is fine. I I, I don't really I'm not attached to my beard. It's just. I love the mustache I've got at the moment. I'd love to spend a full month with that mustache. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you, but it's, you know, it's what you got to do for men's mental health. We're going to make sacrifices. Shout out men. Awareness. Shout out their mental health. Shout out, um, I know it's not related, but shout out prostate cancer as well for the boys. Yeah, yeah. We'll put a link to, well, I, wait, are you going to do the actual donation? Setup? No, I'm not. I'm just oh. going to do it for the aesthetic again and uh, use this as my way of saying, I did do, I did raise awareness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, my pod that has three listeners heard it <laughs> and I uh, made people aware. People are very aware right now. <laughs> <laughs> awareness is an all-time high. Yeah. Well, um, we're actually, anyway. we're up to 10 listeners because um, we hit 10 episodes today. So that's pretty Yay! exciting. Milestone, baby! Oh yeah, I'm very proud of us. I, I was I gonna say I didn't think you were gonna make it, dude. I didn't think you'd make it to, t- to ten. I thought maybe <laughs> four or five would be the would be the cap, and then you get too busy, but uh, yep. or too lazy, I should say. But uh, here we are. Here we are, all the way to ten. And um, I don't know if this one will be late. Which, if it's not late, that it means does that mean I need to be punished because I am technically the reason. It's coming out this late on a Monday, or is it coming out on a Tuesday? Anyway, gotta get punished. I'm feeling Monday. I'm feeling inspired, honestly. Oof. I think we'll. I think it's Monday today, dude. Hell yeah! Oh, dodge punishment. Which I also apologise for not putting up a thing to get pros- as punishment for last week. No one cares, bro. <laughs> I don't care. I'm still protesting. Um, anyway, that's it. Ep ten of the road guide in the books. Hangovers and uh, something else, uh, which will pity will be decided. <laughs> Um, hangovers and ladyboys maybe I don't know um, anyway uh, thanks so much for tuning in check us out on Insta and uh, let's do our thing that we we always forget to organise that we'll do at the end of the episode uh, you've got a catchphrase you're trying to trying to get to take off <laughs> don't don't go rogue go rogue go it's like rogue. Just, just go rogue yeah be rogue go rogue yeah. go rogers no go rogue yeah go rogue's better go rogue rogers go rogue rogers rogues <laughs> oh, why do I get weird? I like I stay strong all the way out. The last ten seconds, I just get full weird. I just bottle it up. Hell yeah! 
Shout out, shout out the last 10 second listeners getting to hear Dosky absolute <laughs> cringe for a few seconds. God we love it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>